0: Today on the Game some Podcast, I'm going to be giving you guys one negative thing about all 30 NBA teams, whether it's a player, coach, your front office, or just your franchise in general. Hope you guys enjoy. We're back, and before we get into one negative thing about all 30 NBA teams, I want to let you guys know about the Game 7 Podcast social media. You can find us at game 7 Pod on all platforms, including Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Also, make sure to follow my personal accounts on pretty much any social media platform at IamKyleElliott. All except Instagram, where it is Kyle.Elliott with four Ts. Hope you guys follow both. And now we'll get into the one negative thing about all 30 NBA teams. We will start off with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, One negative thing would just be the fact that if this season does not continue, which it's looking like it is, which is a good thing, but if it is not, I don't know how many years you guys have left of this duo of LeBron and AD. You know, there's a good chance AD signs elsewhere, um, and there's also a good chance that LeBron, as we haven't seen it yet, but he could very well go on a decline here soon. Um, so I would say if there's one negative thing, and that there's not a lot of negative, I'll go ahead and say that too, um, but if, if if I did have to pick one, it would be just the fact that, you know, LeBron's getting older, AD could sign elsewhere. Uh, so let's move on to the Houston Rockets. One negative thing would be that, uh, similar to the Lakers, I just don't know if this duo, well, two things for the, for, for the, uh, for the Rockets, I don't know if their duo of Russell Westbrook and James Harden um, can be sustainable because, uh, one, they're both very similar guards. Um, I just don't know how long they're both going to want to share the spotlight. And two, they're both now in their 30s. They only got a few more prime years left, and with a loaded Western Conference, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull through and win a championship or even get close. Uh, let's move on to the Denver Nuggets. What I about the Denver Nuggets is... You kind of have some, you know, some pieces that are not for sure things yet. You know, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. You know, you just other than Jokic, you don't really have too many sure thing pieces uh, on your team. You know, it looks like this team could be contending in the near future, but without the necessary, you know, sure thing pieces, I just don't don't know how possible that's going to be. Okay, let's move on to the Los Angeles Clippers, other team in L.A. And once again, this is another team where there's really not a lot to say bad. Um, but since I have to pick one bad thing, it would be the fact that Kawhi and Paul George are not locked up on long-term deals. there, So they could leave if they wanted to. And I would say, as a Clippers fan, you know, you're living in paradise right now. But just know that this might not be forever. These guys are... You know they're very short term deals where they could easily leave. You know, it sucks for you guys that this season could potentially not be salvaged because this was probably your best chance. That that is if it gets canceled. I mean, I still think I'm very optimistic that they will resume play for the playoffs. But if they don't, that really suck for you guys. So. Uh, the, Yeah, the one bad thing would just be the fact that Kawhi and Paul George are both on very short-term deals. Let's move on to the Golden State Warriors. One bad thing would just be the fact that you you missed out on a year, and um, I think next year they could be a contender in the West, as they have been for the last, you know, back half of the 2010s. Um, but it's just a reality that Curry is probably past his best days. and You know, it seems like most uh, superstar point guards – once they turn 30 it's all downhill from there now I'm hoping that doesn't happen you know Curry's one of my favorite players in the league I'd love to see him even win another championship I just don't know how many more years left you guys have of this trio of Draymond Clay and Curry moving on to the Dallas Mavericks this is another up-and-coming team that I don't know if there's too much bad uh in this organization period I mean if I had to pick one, it would be that you don't really have the pieces yet to put around Luca and Porzingis. Once you have that, you guys are a contender for years to come. Luca has the potential to be a top 10 player of all time, maybe even top 5. Uh, I truly believe that. Porzingis is a great secondary option. If you can get the pieces around those two, you guys are going to be unbeatable for probably the next decade. But as of right now, the pieces just aren't there. Uh, so, if I had to say one negative thing, it would probably be the lack there of pieces around Chris Stapps and Luka. Moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Unlike the Mavericks and the Clippers, and, you know, and, and the Lakers, there's a lot that you could say with the Cavs. But I would just say uh, your lack there of drafting skill. I mean, the past two top picks have been Colin Sexton and um, Darius Garland, two players that I really don't see being stars in this league, or working well together at all. I just don't know what they're doing. Um, The Cavs are very dysfunctional right now. There's really nothing good about this organization right now, as much as I hate to say it. Let's move on to the Chicago Bulls. Um, There's good and bad with the Bulls, but just bad, I would probably say much of the same. Your top picks haven't been really wow players. I mean, Laurie Markinen, uh, Wendell Carter and Kobe white, you know, they could be decent, like secondary, maybe like, you know, the third piece to a trio, but I just don't see those guys being like go-to guys or even premier secondary options to winning championships in the future. Uh, So one bad thing would also be drafting. Not as severely bad as the Cavs, but still not the best. So let's move on to the Hornets. Uh, Another franchise where you could go on and on about everything bad. And as much as as I hate to say this with the last dance stuff going on, and we'll have another uh, recap pod coming out on Wednesday for you guys, but the fact that Michael Jordan has been just terrible for this organization, not done anything for you guys it really sucks because he's the best player of all time, but he has no idea how to run a franchise. It seems, uh, so yeah. As as crazy as it sounds, Michael Jordan is the you know the biggest downside to the Charlotte Hornets. Let's move on to the Grizzlies. Uh, this team is on the come up, so there's really not too much bad. So this is going to be you know take this with a grain of salt. But just the fact that I don't know how well. Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson Jr. are going to fit together. And I know what you're thinking, you know, that was one of the good parts. But there's good and bad with it. You know, they're both up-and-coming stars. But the thing is, I don't know if there's room on the court for two big men, which they are, Um in the future of the NBA. Right now sure it works, but once they're in their prime, is there room for two power forward centers like on the court? I don't know. So if I and like I said, there's not really that much bad about the Grizzlies, but if I had to say something, that's what it would be. Uh let's move on to the Indiana Pacers. Um just one bad thing would be uh you know Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis just really don't fit and it, it 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 really it sucks that they're not making any moves to get rid of any either one of them when they really need to be I think um these guys just don't fit at all you can not have both of them you know similar to the Grizzlies I worried that they just can't play together not even because that play stars don't mix but two power forward centers mo- like predominant big men, I don't know if two big men can play on this on the court at the same time in today's NBA and in the future. So let's move on to the Detroit Pistons. Um, in a rough spot, but I, I understand you guys are rebuilding, but if I was to give one bad thing, it would be you don't really have a, sh- a sure, I guess, plan set in place. I mean, it, there's really no franchise player that you're looking to build around You really don't even have that good of young players. I mean, Luke Kennard, that's pretty much where the list ends. Um, Although I do think, you know, there's some to be, you know, some picks to be um, executed on in the future. Right now, if the one negative would be, you just really don't have that many pieces. Uh, So let's move on to the Hawks. Um, Another team that is on the come up very much so with Trey Young, uh, DeAndre Hunter, you got Cam Reddish, John Collins. This is a great team uh, that I'm excited to watch for, you know, e- next year and the years to come. They just got Quinn Capella uh, that has yet to play for them yet. If I had to say one bad thing, it would be um, just the fact that other than Trey Young, there's really been no, um, I guess, nobody has shown that they can be the secondary piece to this team. Uh and I feel like you need that going forward. If you're going to be a championship contender, you really need a a surefire second piece. Uh, those all those guys that I just named are great role players and great like top tier role players. I don't know if any of them can develop into the second tier, you know, third tier star that Trey Young needs though to to you know to advance even further. Trey Young's great. I don't know how he's going to hold up defensively. But just overall, I just don't think you have your secondary star yet. But, you know, you could still pick one. You could still trade for one. So that's fixable. But, you know, I had to say one negative thing. That would be it. Let's move on to the Boston Celtics. Uh, The Celtics are another team. You know, not too much to talk about bad with this organization. If I had to say one, it would be... They might just have too many guys that need to be paid and need to be, you know, in the starting lineup. I just, like, like for instance, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, both amazing wing players. I could see, there's a scenario where Jalen Brown wants out because he's not a focal point of the offense, a focal point of the team. So I could just see that going south because they have so many good players that they just all don't get the um, the respect and the touches that they need. So let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, there's a lot of good. You know, Net, you guys are probably going to be contenders now that you have Kyrie. I mean, you're definitely going to be contenders with Kyrie and KD. If I had to say one bad thing would be, I don't know how how well those guys are going to mesh. Um, neither one of them are, like, elite defenders. They both, for, for the most part, I mean, KD's used to playing with Curry, who's a great distributor. I don't know... And even Russ, who's a great distributor, I don't know how he will mix with Kyrie and how that will work. I'm really hoping it will go well because I'd like to see a a super team out of the East, but I don't know how well that duo is going to mesh. It could go really well. It could go really bad. Um, So, yeah, one negative thing. I don't know how well that duo will mesh. Let's move on to the New York Knicks. I could go on and on and on about the, the bad things about this franchise. I would say just the fact that The development for this organization is just awful. I mean, R.J. Barrett, nobody even heard of him last year. I mean, he was putting up numbers, but there was just no development, really. It was just give him the ball and let him, you know, quote-unquote, develop. But he's really just making bad plays, shooting contested shots, They signed three power forwards in the offseason, which made no sense. I could go on and on about the bad things about this organization, but I'll just leave it at one in the fact that your your future star, who's supposed to be R.J. Barrett, is not getting the development that he needs. Um, So that really could hurt you guys in the long run. Let's move on to the New Orleans Pelicans. This team, Zion could very well be the face of the league after LeBron is gone. Um, So it's not, you know... There's not a whole lot of things you could say that are bad about this, but if I had to pick one, and this is a personal opinion, this is not like a good, not everybody thinks this. I don't personally think Alvin Gentry is a good fit coaching this team. I'm just going to be completely honest. I think he's more of an old school guy. I think this is a new school team. I could very well see him not being the coach um, in, say, two years. Um you know, we'll see. I would, lo- I would love to see him fit. I-, I like Alvin Gentry. I just don't know if his coaching style is really a good fit for this new team. So let's move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, gosh, I feel bad even saying this just because of everything with Cat's mom, um, you know, dying due to COVID nineteen and all that. But I would just, I would actually say, Cat. I don't think Cat has what it takes to be a franchise player in this league. You know, having that on his shoulders, being a defensive menace, he needs to be at his size to still be um, a really good player and a you know leader on a championship team. The lack there of defense from him and just the role players, including D'Angelo Russell, there's just there's not a whole lot of defense going for these guys, especially for their stars. That's a problem. Let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, and this is a pretty obvious one, and I'll pick the obvious answer. The surrounding pieces around Giannis are not cutting it. This team, at this stage, will not win a championship. You know, people, they are a contender simply because I don't know how many teams in the East are going to be able to contend with them. But they don't have a, 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 a good secondary star. This is my worry with the Hawks coming up, is they just don't have that secondary guy. Chris Middleton is not that guy. I would love to see him as third but as a secondary star to what should be a championship contending team, Chris Middleton is not going to cut it. Um, I think most people would agree with that. They just need somebody else. Whether they need to trade Chris Middleton and get a better player using some other assets or just bring in somebody else, through whether that's free agency, they need to make some changes because this team will not win a championship with their current players. Let's move on to the Miami Heat. Um, I I would say ever since you guys got Jimmy Butler, everything's been on the, you know, the upwards um, scale, but one bad thing would be, other than Jimmy Butler, everybody on this team is young, so right, so here's the problem. Right now, I don't think this team is contending for championships. And by the time you know a Tyler Hero, a Kendrick Nunn, a Bam Adebayo are ready to contend, Jimmy Butler's going to be out of his prime and probably won't be playing for Miami. But even if he is, he's not going to be the player he is today. These timelines don't match up, and that's a problem. This team, you know, they're gonna they're gonna cause some they're gonna make some noise in the playoffs, but they're definitely not a team that I would look to knock off the Bucks or knock off the Celtics or even the Raptors. I just don't think they're there, and the timelines don't match up. Let's move on to the Sacramento Kings. Um, another organization where you could go, you know, list them for days, all the problems they have. But if I had to say one, it would just be the lack of direction in this franchise it doesn't really seem like they know what they want to do you know Buddy Heald is really at his peak you know if I was him I would trade trade him at his peak because by the time De'Aaron Fox is ready to go to work Buddy Heal's going to be 32 and a 32 year old Buddy Heald is not going to be able to be a second or third best player on a contending team and I think they think he can be, and he's really just not. You know, De'Aaron De- Fox, I don't even know, could be a top guy in a team. A lot of people think he could develop into that. He obviously didn't have the grade of a year. Um, I think he'd be great as a secondary player. That's, that's actually two negative things, but I'll just go with that. Like I said, I could go on and on. So let's move on to the Trailblazers. Um, another franchise that I just feel bad for with all the injuries, but even though they didn't have the injuries... Regardless if they made the playoffs or not, they're not making any noise. They're not winning a championship. They're not even making it to the conference finals. Um, one bad thing I would just say is this team at, at this point is not going to win a championship. And once these guys are out of their prime, Dame and CJ, they're in trouble. Because they're not going to want to part with either one of them. And so they're basically just going to get this mediocre team until they're like old and retired or off the team. And then they have to start rebuilding. This team is nowhere near... Unless they somehow make a big move, this team is nowhere near being a contender in the West. Um, So let's move on to the Phoenix Suns. Um, There's a lot you could say about the Suns. It's good and bad. There's just a lot of stuff going on with them. If I had to say the bad, it would just be the fact that I don't think Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton... I don't think they're sealing... Is up there with the other up and coming teams that I think could make some noise in the future. You know, you talk about the Mavericks. You know, the absolute floor of Luca and Kristaps surpasses the ceiling of D-Book and DeAndre Ayton. I'm sorry, it just does. If they want to contend in the future, they need another star to make that a trio. I'm telling you, those two are not gonna. Those two are not gonna cut it. I love D-Book, and I even like. I like DeAndre Ayton but they're not going to be able to be like this Shaq and Kobe combo who wins multiple championships. Um yeah, so let's move on to the 76ers. Whew, this one's very easy for me. I don't like Brett Brown Brett, I'm sorry, Brett Brown at all. I think he's a really bad coach and I just think there's just He doesn't really have a scheme like this. He really just gives the ball to Ben and Joel and expects them to do it, but they don't fit. If if there was more coaching behind it, more of a scheme behind it, I could see it working. But how they have it set up now, this duo is not working. They need to get rid of one of them because... or, Or they just need to fire Brett Brown and have somebody else with fresh eyes to create a system around these two because they're just wasting Ben and Joel's careers right now with Brett Brown at the helm he needs to be fired. Let's move on to the Orlando Magic, um, another franchise where you could say a lot about that's bad. But if I had to pick one, I would say the, the lack of assets. Uh, they they once again they don't have a surefire star for the future, and they're rebuilding. That's a problem. They have no direction right now. You know, every other day you hear trade rumors about Aaron Gordon. They haven't had a deal for him. Jonathan Isaac. There, there's just too much hype around a situation that's never going to get better, in my opinion. You know, I actually think Markel Fultz might have the highest ceiling out of all the young guys on that team, which is ridiculous because his ceiling isn't even that high. You know, it's going to be higher than a Jonathan Isaac, a Mo Bamba. They've been really subpar drafters, and it's going to end up hurting them because whenever they're ready to, quote-unquote, contend... They're not going to have the necessary players that they need to contend. So let's move on to the Thunder. Um, this very similar to the Trailblazers. They're good right now, not good enough contend contend, and in the future I don't think they're going to be able to contend unless they start making trades because they have a Chris Paul contract. That you know they have Stephen Adams, but. If you're and I think they should build around Shea. If you're gonna build around Shea, you need to get those guys out and you need to start now because right now he's building a connection with all these players. And as soon as those guys are old and not able to play anymore, he's gonna get a new set of players that are that he's never played with that he's way ahead of mentally after playing with Chris Paul. I think they need to blow it up now because they're not contending. If I had to say one bad thing, it would be very similar to the Trailblazers as they're just not contending now and their rebuild could be ugly. Let's move on to the Spurs. After the Spurs, we have the Jazz, Raptors, and Wizards, and we are done with today's podcast. So, for the Spurs, you guys have been in playoffs in the playoffs for like 20 years. 20 years straight, I believe. That's going to end very soon because Greg Popovich will not be your coach for much longer. And as much as I hate to say that, Pop very well, one of the greatest coaches NBA, He definitely is one of the... I don't know if he's the best coach in NBA history. He's not going to be your coach for very much longer. And that, that would hurt to hear as a Spurs fan. But I believe in this organization to hire somebody great. But if I had to say one bad thing, it would be the fact that Popovich will not be there much longer. Let's move on to the Utah Jazz. Um, I would just say the beef going on with D- Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert recently has been really bad for this franchise I just don't know. I just don't know how this is going to work. If they even can, you know, find a way to make it work on the court, this team isn't contending. They really do need another star if they want to be a top tier team in the Western Conference. It's, it's a necessity, I would say. You know, Donovan Mitchell, I believe, can be a number one guy. Rudy Gobert can't be your two. He just can't. If you're winning championships, he can't be your number two. They need to get somebody else in there or blow it up and start to rebuild around Mitchell. What they have right now is not going to work. Let's move on to the Raptors. Now, this organization, I really like what they've done. Their titled defense has been amazing. But one bad thing would be, other than Pascal Siakam, and then you have Kyle Lowry on the decline, there's really not much future with this team. Other than Pascal Siakam. You know, you got Marc Gasol on the decline, Kyle Lowry on the decline, OG Ananobi, who's really not going to be anything than a glorified role player, um they need more pieces around Pascal cuz they're they there's a chance they get to the finals. I think they could beat the Bucks. They're not going to beat whoever comes out of the West. This team needs another piece and they could very well be title contenders like they were with Kawhi. Let's move on to our last team of the podcast, the Washington Wizards, okay? Um one bad thing with there's a, there's a lot there's <laughs> there's a lot with the Wizards, but if I had to say one bad thing, it would just be that John Wall is coming back, and this duo is not going to do anything with Bradley Beal and John Wall. If if they could get a third piece, which I don't think it's me, Ruby Hachimura. Definitely not going to be Thomas Bryant. I think they need to start making trades, get a third piece, and if if I I would have I would say their third piece um, is going to have to be their main star because John Wall can't be the main star, and neither can Bradley Beal in a championship contending team. If they want to keep those two together, they need a third star. It's an absolute necessity. That wraps up our 30 NBA teams. One negative thought about all 30. I hope you guys enjoyed. This Wednesday, we are going to have a recap podcast on The Last Dance with Rob Reese. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We are also going to be having a podcast. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet on Friday. Probably going to be a solo podcast. Stay tuned for that. Also, make sure, like I said at the beginning, follow all of our social media. Um, that is at Game Seven Sports Pod on all. T- um, I'm sorry, all platforms like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and also my personal socials. Um, that is I am Kyle Elliott on all platforms except Instagram, where it's Kyle dot with four T's. Uh, let me know what you guys think about this podcast on social media and I will talk to you guys next time.